0: And it's coming through on the palate, and it almost entices you to drink more, <laughs> yeah. just, just to get it again, to get that that flavor again.
1: Thanks a lot, Buzzard <laughs> What's the matter
0: with you? My I, goodness, I can't, you're right. I can't Roost responsibly doing this. <laughs> 87 of the Mashup, the best conversation you're going to hear all week long. We're your hosts, Anthony and Steven. Hello, Anthony. Hey, what's up, brother? You looking good? You feeling good? I'm trying to get back to it.
1: Yeah, I know, man. I mean, I know we were off last week, and part of the reason we were off is because both of us were kind of
0: down uh, down and out. Yeah, I mean, right after Thanksgiving, uh, I think four or five of us in the house had flew. Yeah, um... As far as I know, we didn't test
1: positive for flu, but I'm pretty sure we had it as well. And it was also corresponding with after the holidays, yeah. right? Yeah. Bring on that holiday cheer. I mean, a.k.a. the sickness. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, I, I'm laughing, but you look paid. Yeah, I, I heard <laughs> it
0: this one like, well, a, I heard the uh, the flu shot this year is not the right strand. Yeah, it's not always a
1: gamble. They always yeah. tell you that, like, you got to get which the, is understandable.
0: That's true. They got to make a guess on it, and then, uh, then B. I heard it takes like a week of incubation in your body before it starts coming through. So I think it just happened to coincide with Thanksgiving. Oh no!
1: So you got it thinking like I'm protected now. Then you're like. Oh, well, that's fool's gold you got in your arm.
0: Yeah. I'm <laughs> just kidding. And, and it was the, uh, you know, the Friday after Thanksgiving on Black Friday. Oh. And like, I. So you was trying to go out and shop. You were probably like, I'm no, trying to get some deals. I'm just trying to find a place open, a, a <laughs> clinic that was open. I had to go to like the next county over. Are you serious? Yeah. That's the only Dang. place I could find that was open.
1: Thanks. So if you're listening, Lexington uh, medical providers, you did not do a good job of providing services on Black Friday. No. <laughs> that's
0: they did terrible.
1: Not. Well, prior to getting uh ill as both of us did over the thanksgiving holiday um preceding that i know i was off in new orleans for conference travel and uh, i think you went up to indiana I did. um to hang out with your wife for her conference travel is that mm-hmm. correct that's right yeah so how was your experience uh did you do any uh liquor shopping or i, I see did say
0: liquor bourbon shopping i, I tried Okay. What, what what was your, tell me, tell me about your experience, sir. Well, um, we were, also, I was was in Indy. Okay. And we were over, I think, on the west side of the city, half mile from the downtown monument there. Okay. And so I was pretty much by myself while she was, you know, <laughs> do, working the floor and, you know, doing dinners and stuff. Isn't that good, though, to be kidless and it also was. be able to hunt bourbon? And it was. Do whatever you want to do. Do whatever I want. <laughs> Yeah. So I, I went down to like the hip area of, of Indy and I went to I think it was like the Eagle's Nest or the Eagle something. Okay. And, I don't know anything about and it. So and their thing is fried chicken.
1: Oh and man. I got that
0: I got so I got a nice big piece of fried chicken and I got their spoon bread. Sweet. Yeah, it was oh so good. And I got oh, a nice yingling on tap.
1: Oh man, I'm kinda hungry. And I'm
0: just thinking to myself like that sounds really good. Yeah, it was super good. And then on the way back, uh, I hit up about, you know, three, four liquor stores. Oh, okay. And that's nice ones downtown. They they all look like like shady from the outside because they're all like, you know, got the yeah. bars and stuff <laughs> on the door. But when you yeah. go in there, most of them are like two levels. Like they have a cellar on most of them. Oh, nice. Just because they're old buildings. Okay. And most of them had a decent bourbon selection. Thick panes of glass? The count, No, most of it was behind like the counters. Okay. So I, all I did was look. But one of them, it's the one that has the vault in it. I think it's like the big red or... Yeah, I think it's bed, big,
1: big red, red liquors. Yeah, yeah,
0: that one's good. That one's that one. The vault's downstairs, and um I just found some some buffalo trays on the shelf for a good price. Oh, cool! So I ended up picking up a couple of bottles, and I was messaging you with a couple of other options there in case you were interested.
1: Yeah, I saw they had some Boone County store picks, some other cool things, mm-hmm. and yeah, they had some good stuff. Like I was, I remember when you were sending me that, I was like, man, there's some good stuff there. Yeah, I mean, Indiana, I feel like it's kind of a dark horse in terms of. They have good stuff on the shelves, but people don't really know to look there because, I mean, no offense to Indiana. We got some listeners. We got a lot of listeners in Indiana. Yeah. It's the, uh, what are you driving through Indiana for? Going to Chicago? Exactly. If you're going there, like if you're going to Indy, but, you know, that's the thing. And I had the opposite experience because I was down in New Orleans. Yeah, I, I went north, in, you went south. Yeah, it was, it was in, freezing and windy <laughs> in my area. And yeah. how was your weather? Oh, it was, uh, actually not that much better, to tell you the truth. Oh. Everybody in New Orleans was complaining because they said it was the, uh, coldest that had been there all season and so we're over there thinking to myself like okay this is gonna be great like I, I totally didn't pack for the occasion but the kind of highlights that i wanted to mention were i got to go to the Sazerac house that, that's cool yeah and uh that was that was really cool like i mean i like Sazerac rye and i like the whole idea of it and that was just they had the whole big wall, uh, wall of booze and everything with like a bunch of uh Sazerac bt product but um, I grabbed some minis and some other things that were unique to being there. I grabbed some merch that was pretty cool. The whole experience, it's sad that I can say this, Being that was my first time being in New Orleans. You ever been there? I have not. Oh, man. New Orleans is unique. Like I got to tell you this story. So the one night I went to this uh, pretty rocking uh, party. So we go to academic conference. Some of these schools hosts really uh, cool parties. And mm-hmm. one of the cool off parties was Syracuse University. So big shout-out to them. They didn't awesome job i'm walking back from syracuse's party and you know me i'm always wearing my nice shoes and stuff like that so i had on some jordans and these this group of guys is approaching me drinking hurricanes and stuff and they're like the guy says hey man nice shoes i'm like oh thanks man he said hey don't get too comfortable and i was like what right. <laughs> I was just like, what in the world are you talking about? Like it was just uh it was one of those things where I'm like, is he complimenting me or are we gonna get beat up here on the street? So that's kinda like my New Orleans experience. And um I know he got a lot of listeners in Louisiana as well. And the one thing that I have to say leaving New Orleans, which was really cool, was I think it's called Zydeco Music.
0: Um it's like a mixture of like funny side story. Oh when, oh, I, was okay. in, when I was in elementary school. Yeah. There was one of the teachers there that had a Zodico band. Really? And like they played the elementary school with like their spoons and like their everything. I was like, yeah.
1: No, I had, uh, maybe I'm living under a rock. And if I am, then people can accuse me of such. But like, I, I grew a really strong affinity in the four days that I was in New Orleans <laughs> with Zydeco music and I'm still listening to it right now, being back uh, over here in Kentucky. And I love it. I think it's amazing. It's a, like a French creole, uh, Afro inspired kind of, yeah. uh, music. And it's amazing. And so I was like, yeah, there might be a video of me on some closed circuit television <laughs> dancing around one of the places uh, late at night to, to some Zydeco music. So, uh, <laughs> Guilty as charged.
0: That's funny. (laughs) So, Anthony, we didn't have any new reviews this week, but we did have one that revised theirs. Yeah, no doubt. So, um, I think they updated it. Yeah. I I like the update. I think this is an update. We like the update. So,
1: if you do want to update your review, please go ahead and do that. And so, the reason I know who this is coming from is because it's a buddy of mine that I went to college with um, in Northeast Ohio, Austin. And um, so even though he's a buddy, I still think it's uh, heartfelt because he didn't tell me he submitted this until after we saw it. But he said, the matchup is my favorite podcast out there. and Not that I listened to a ton of others. (laughs) Good job. Good start. Yeah. However, these guys are awesome and there's no need to search further. Not only do they review bottles that I can get, but bottles that, that I also have. They are down to earth, extremely entertaining and very knowledgeable. I've taken their recommendations many times from the Maker's Mark cast strength to the Thomas Moore Cabernet and the Penelope barrel strength. I've never been disappointed. Love that they also talk about things I'm involved in, like Fireball, where I have a seven-page spreadsheet. Oh, my God. Come on, Austin.
0: He said, give them a listen. You won't be disappointed. <laughs> so seven-page. So this is everywhere he's drink. You think drank Fireball? I I no, I think he's talking about the fireballs
1: like that he participates in, like the ones where you're like oh, you know, not, yeah, oh, not fireball not drink, the drink. The fireball uh the midday I the got evening you. fireballs and he's keeping a spreadsheet of his numbers and the things that he's playing uh, and stuff. And to his credit, I think he's won some big bottles. He
0: shared with me he's won some pretty nice bottles too. I wonder that. if he's uh you know, he won't play certain numbers like I know some people don't do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even absolutely. though they all have the same chance. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Yeah, no doubt, right? <laughs> they theoretically they all have the same chance, but it doesn't make any sense when you look at those fireballs.
0: Like uh, you're looking at past histories and trying to make decisions. Yeah. Well, thank you, Austin. And if anyone else wants a shout out, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. And next time we record, we'll give you a shout out. So, Anthony, I'm glad Austin said we we review bottles that people can get. This might go off the rail a little bit tonight. On yeah, this. Why? you never know. Yeah. So tonight we have a bottle of Buzzard Roost Straight Rye Whiskey but this is the cigar rye variant. Oh, yeah, no doubt. So this is actually uh, distilled
1: in the factory in Indiana, the MGPI, but it's bottled by Buzzard Drew Spirits, which is out of Louisville, Kentucky. The bottle date is 2022. ABV is 52.5. The proof is 105. This is non-age stated. Uh, since this comes to us from MGP, I'm assuming the mash bill is probably 95.5, so 95 rye, 5% malt of barley. And the MSRP on this now, I have to give a disclaimer: the liquor barn pick, so it's a local store here. It was eighty six ninety nine was the MSRP plus tax.
0: So what is the? So that's the pick price. What do you think a um, like a non pick price would be on this?
1: You know, to tell you the truth, I'm not sure because I think they're a pretty small outfit, mm-hmm. and so I don't know if they're doing a lot of mainstream releases. Okay, that so, aren't picks. And so getting a lot like of more picks. Yeah. Okay. Well, right off the back, it reminds me of a wine bottle. Yeah, like so much show that, like, I'm not going to lie, the first time I saw this sitting on a counter, not this exact bottle, but anything from Buzzard's Roost, I thought to myself, that's like wine, a special allocated wine. It's not, yeah. it's, not a, it's not a bourbon. You know, we've seen bourbon in wine bottles before, but this is like, Quint
0: it looks very much like wine. I mean, it's got these standard, you know, rectangle stickers of the wine bottle, but it almost reminds me of... The the color scheme they used of an old Carter. Oh yeah, it does. You're right. Like what's got that like uh, with the Manila and the you know different uh, tones of blues and the and the gray. Oh, 100.
1: I mean, it almost looks like uh, this is going to be a weird thing to say about a bourbon bottle, but it like almost struck me as like an old novel. I'm looking at it like this I, reminds you know me what? of I a see book. That. Yeah, yeah, I see that. I'm like, uh, there's a you know nondescript bird on the front trying to land on a branch and. It kind of looks like uh, nothing really stands out, and that's yeah. It just looks like an old hardbound book.
0: And, and what's cool about the buzzer you brought it up is it's actually raised. Oh, really? On I didn't the know label, that. yeah, it's got actually got some texture to it. We'll call them braille. The buzzard. There. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so yeah, this is actually a nice looking ball. The other thing I wanted to mention is the store pick sticker on here is massive. Is. Like. It's got to be double or triple the size of like a regular Buffalo Trace I for would, reference. I yeah. thing. It's like a gold foil and it's got that Liquor Barn logo
0: and it's just, it's massive. Mm-hmm. I, um, wonder if, I wonder if Buffalo Trace running a, a special that for like other people to buy and <laughs> the rejects. Like, ah, oh, this is too big. And <laughs> it's too big on a label. And just like pick it. You know, <laughs> like, oh, we'll, we'll pick them up over we'll here. Put
1: yeah. We'll put it on. Picks, yeah. Put it on some Buzzard Drew's pick. So, no, it's funny. And it. I will mention this on the back. It says Buzzard's Roost sipping whiskeys, but it says here at Buzzard's Roost, our innovative approach to maturation allows us to deliver unique flavor profiles into our whiskeys. And then it says, it just says to relax and roost a while, roost. right? Yeah. We hope you will enjoy this expression of Buzzard's Roost. It says that I want you to roost over
0: their nicely finished rye. I think sipping this, we're definitely going to have to um, roost over it. You think so? Because this is a very interesting rye, a
1: cigar rye. That's the thing. When I saw it in the store, I was like, what the heck am I going to do with a cigar rye? So this this bottle was actually recommended to me by a buddy. And I had never heard of Buzzard's Roost before. Like you mentioned to me, you had seen it. When did you see it?
0: I had to go to physical therapy in town, across town. And it was in the morning. So I would swing into uh, the local liquor store near the uh, physical therapy place. Okay. And I remember seeing this on the counter about a year ago, this brand. Yeah. And thinking, man, what is this?
1: Okay. So that was about a year. I was going to say a year, year and a half. That can't be more than, yeah, that's probably the time they started to hit the market here. And so I went to their website prior to uh, us recording tonight. And the first thing I saw was a graphic of a bottle of their whiskey being poured. And there was a statement that said, sip and roost a while. Oh. So um, I was like... That's an interesting slogan. It it's been roost a while. And then uh, they had a. you know how they have, like, most brands have a drinking responsibility statement. Mm-hmm. Like, Heaven Hill has one. I can't remember what they are now. Please drink I'm like, responsibly. Yeah, please drink responsibly, yeah. something like that. Their drinking responsibility statement is live slowly, roost responsibly.
0: <laughs> I love this. But nothing about drinking. Yeah.
1: Right. <laughs> it's, uh, there's just a ton of roosting going on there here. There is. Yeah. So I was, uh, I, I don't know how I felt about that, but I was going to say, do you know anything about how this brand was
0: started or how it was founded? Uh, all I know is from when I saw it a year ago, I, I think it was created out of Louisville.
1: Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yep. You're right. But yeah. So this guy, uh, Jason Bronner in Louisville, he actually started a Bourbon's Bistro. Have you ever been there? I've never is been that, there. It's a is that on the strip? I, I, I'm not
0: sure. I've never been there. I know, I know several bourbon there. places that have picks, and I I, don't, I, don't, I forgot the names of them.
1: Okay, well, this guy he started Bourbon's Bistro back in Louisville in 2005, and you know, according to their website, according to what I've listened to and heard, he basically was doing a lot of good store picks, like people have the opportunity to do, which bless them. Yeah. Um, and thought to himself, why not create my own whiskey company? And so he brings a lot of experience into the pick process, thought to himself, like, I just, you know, I'm going to start doing some stuff here, you know? That's brave. Yeah, it is. It's brave. Yeah. I appreciate it, especially since, you know, no offense to you, Jason, uh, when I saw your bottle in the store, I was like, that's not even bourbon. That's just some weird mead or a uh, nice wine that I could buy. I didn't even realize it was bourbon. I just kind of ignored it when I saw it on the shelf. Yeah. Yeah. Well, should we go for our first notes?
0: Yeah, no doubt. Wow. it's quite a nose. I mean, I I can kind of, I see where the cigar rye is coming from. Oh yeah? What are you getting some cigar notes there? And I'm getting those, that like tobacco leaf with, with the spicy rye.
1: Well, it's interesting that you would say anything about tobacco leaf because, um, apparently when I looked up how they make this cigar, I'm really interested. It says that they use oak barrels that were cold smoked with aged cigar. There's a new one I haven't heard before. Yeah. From Kentucky. What's cold smoked mean? I, I don't know. How do you cold smoke something? Maybe you put ice cubes in there. <laughs> Just, I don't know. Maybe there's like liquid nitrogen <laughs> involved. Maybe you might be right. I mean, I don't know. But they cold smoke these cigar uh, leaves and they claim that Cigar rye holds
0: notes of cigar, tobacco, citrus, no and candy. So and molasses is, the, is, the the barrel, the, is the barrel charred at this point or they're smoking it?
1: I don't know but if they put the leaves
0: inside of it okay then if, they, if they if they cold if they make the barrel cold it will open yeah. it up ah
1: that makes sense so maybe sense. if they
0: smoke it with the tobacco why are you so smart it it gets into the gets into the barrel wood more that might be it i'm gu- I'm, I'm just guessing
1: so that tobacco leaf is definitely are you getting it yeah i am i'm getting that i'm getting a little bit of spruce oh a, yeah a little of uh, spruce yeah. evergreen it's actually a really pleasant nose. Are you picking up any eth- ethanol?
0: Not really. It's almost, like an, it's almost like a yin and yang nosing. Okay. Like on the front, real quick, you know, you got that, you got this real familiar sweetness. Yeah. Real sweetness. And then it quickly goes away and it turns into this, you know, kind of familiar rye spice. Okay. But then it kind of goes into that, that cigar note that, that's on the label.
1: Yeah, like what what would we consider that be like a cognac tobacco smoke? Kind of. That's really like a, that's astute. And so, like, I never used that word. That's a nice, I mean, I've used it, but that's like a really (laughs)
0: nice way of putting it. really. It's almost like at first, maybe it's it off putting, but then you kind of go back to it for the, you know, kind of go back and knows it more because it's familiar with the sweetness. And then again, you get hit with the the cigar. And so, it's kind of this interesting balance yeah of sweet and cigar spice i agree on the
1: nose dang that's that's actually like i think you've captured it perfectly and i mean it's just nosing this is really nice it's got a lot of a lot of stuff going on
0: it's almost like if, if the cigar like is off-putting i might just repeat it myself but yeah. like you nose it again because it's bringing you in yeah with the with the sweetness on the on the initials nosing oh yeah
1: yeah, no doubt. There's yeah. not
0: many cigars
1: that you take the first pull off of, even though I've been the least said I'm not a cigar smoker, big one anyway. Yeah. Where you're like,
0: Oh, that, that first pull was good. You're usually like coughing trying to figure it out. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. And it yeah. provides this like interesting new dynamic of a nose. Yeah. Because of the cigar rye. Oh, no. It's doubt. Very surprising.
1: I think so too. Like yeah. I'm excited to taste it. Yeah. I'm ready to go for the taste here.
0: Yeah, let's go ahead and just dive into this today. Sounds good, yeah. man. I'm excited about that.
1: I'm getting like a, I'm getting the pininess, I'm getting the rye spice. Mm-hmm, I'm mm-hmm. getting all that, but on the finish, I'm getting a lot of bold flavors, like a little bit of char, a little bit of heat uh, spice, spice. Yeah. Um, when when you're describing that, how do you describe it? Would you describe it as like a? I would describe it as like a um, a well aged, or like a well smoked
0: flavor, like a very rich flavor. Yeah, yeah. It ba- it's balanced. Yeah, balanced. Very, very balanced. I, mean, I know I, I already said that, but it, it it seems very balanced with this kids and their new in their new flavors. Cigar rye. You know? Yeah. What, it's a, is that?
1: This is that like a really strong tobacco finish? Are you getting like a really strong tobacco finish?
0: I think after after you you swallow it, I'm getting it on the tip of my tongue. Okay. Like the the cigar the the, so cigar, the tobacco leaf. The yeah.
1: Okay. I'm getting the sweetness up front and I'm getting like a cigar flavor on the back end. <laughs> but I think that like kind of indicative of what they're going for here is, which is we're definitely getting like flavors of char, ash mixed with the spice of the rye. And it's very vibrant. It's not. Yeah. The thing that's like, the that I'm getting is like, no, a lot of times you get a bitter astringency from certain finishes from the oak and things like that. Or something that kind of puts you off. This is like, I'm not catching any um, notes that are putting me off here. Like, I feel like
0: this is crushable.
1: Are you getting anything astringent here? No, but
0: (laughs) just to go back to it, it's like they put so much like of the cigar notes into it. Yeah. And it's coming through on the palate and it almost entices you to drink more (laughs) just just to get it again, to get that, that flavor again.
1: Thanks a lot, Buzzard Bruce. What's the matter with you? My goodness, I can't can't roost responsibly doing this. (laughs) Hey, you got to get up on your perch, goddamn it! You got to get up there. (laughs) You got to take it easy. (laughs) And the finish is is pretty medium to long, I would say. I mean, medium, Mm -hmm. not long, medium.
0: But it's it's nice. Yeah, I almost get like an because I'm weird. I just got like an orange old fashioned taste
1: no that's not weird at all they they describe their own notes as citrus so okay yeah if you grab the orange old-fashioned i get i get the zest the, yep yeah i always get the orange zest it's, you, it's like super bright for a moment yes and yep. then it's a little bit tannic a little bit bitter yeah but it's like it's good it's kind of like what you're looking for you know i can't imagine cigar ryes they're only they only uh bottle here oh no 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 yeah they they have like some some stuff man so in doing my research on them um, I realized that really quickly they have a very big portfolio and they actually have like some some awards. So I guess in the last year or two, they've done San Francisco World Spirits and they've gotten some double golds and things nope, like nice. that, which is pretty cool. So they need to hang some medals. Hey, if you're listening, hang some medals off your bottle. There you go. <laughs> Just kidding. So some of their other products include things like uh, their regular single barrel rye, barrel strength rye, peated rye, toasted rye char number one rye and then they also have bourbon so they have barrel strength bourbon toasted french and american oak bourbon and they have char number one bourbon so they got quite a profile going on char number one that's interesting I I know because I mean we're used to hearing about char three and four four, three and four alligator char yeah and so who knows what that's about like all I have to say is when I think about them compared to other people that are sourcing MGP bourbon it seems like they're doing something unique Mm -hmm. like More so than the -the run-of-the-mill stuff that we see all the time, like with, I don't want to mention other companies, but you guys know in this podcast, you listen to it, there's a lot of MGP distillate out there. And so they're an MGP distillate sourcer, but
0: it seems like the things that they're doing are pretty unique. I mean, that's interesting. They have a a peated one. Which um, mm, I don't <laughs> yeah. know how I feel about that. <laughs>
1: Steven's not excited about repeated rye, but they, they actually have, use barrels from several, Scotland. Several apparently. ryes. Yeah. It's almost their portfolio is almost majority rye. That will I will go on record as saying this. I think that MGP rye at. The two- to six-year range is much better than their bourbon at the two- to six-year <laughs> range. So so that's why. Yeah, if I was a company that was looking to uh, do some innovative stuff with MGP, I would be looking at their rye, not okay. their bourbon, because their bourbon is just too volatile. I've had a couple, like I've said in past episodes, that are really good at the six- and seven-year mark and, like, one at five, but that's very few and far between. Their uh, their rye is much more palatable
0: when um, i at a younger age. So, Anthony? Would you pass, try, or buy on the Buzzard's Roost Cigar Eye? I'm actually a little bit torn
1: on this. The only reason I'm torn is because of the price. Mm. $86.99 plus tax at $92 a bottle. That gets a little bit close in modern bourbon standards to me saying, eh, too expensive. However, with that being said, when I purchased this bottle, I thought it was, I was like, there's nothing that's going to impress me about this and i ended up being pleasantly surprised tonight yeah and i was pleasantly surprised i will just share this um since we're talking about this i took this bottle unopened to my holiday party that i hosted for my academic department it got opened and people were drinking it and they said they liked it consistently nice there was i put five different bourbons out including weller 12 and others people kept coming back to this and saying that's got a really nice flavor. And so I didn't even drink a lot of it. This was just a couple of nights ago. I brought it here so we could review it. And um I do think it's uh got the potential. And so I'm actually gonna be a buy. Well,
0: that's uh I'm glad the buzzer at your party was all about was all the rave about the buzz. The yeah.
1: buzz the buzzer juice. the, the buzz.
0: Yeah. Oh, I see what you're doing there with uh, words. I am very surprised about this product. Ooh. Um, we got Steven surprised. Yeah, I Alert! didn't know. Alarm me. I, I didn't know how I was going to feel about a cigar tobacco forward rye. <laughs> yeah. But they did it in such a way that it kept me intrigued to keep sipping it. Yeah. And by the end of this, I've really enjoyed it. And I think it's super unique. I I agree. So I think I'm going to be a buy.
1: Whoa, we got a two for two?
0: Yeah. Wow,
1: that's pretty, that's pretty amazing, especially because we're... We're pretty harsh on uh people that are I would say like, Okay, who are we?
0: But we're no, harsh it, on people that got it, new new distillate and they're doing things. You well know, this is not a ca- this is not a casking. So we yeah. know they're not trying to hide something. Yeah. And they did it to where like it was subtle but still pronounced. Yeah. Um and enjoyable to drink. Even I agree. If you're worried you weren't gonna like that that flavor profile of a cigar tobacco yeah. leaf. And so I've enjoyed it.
1: Yeah, I agree. I'm, I'm listen. And, and I, to a, if I see something, another one of their products,
0: I, I might probably just pick it up.
1: I, I agree with you hundred percent. And I'm actually kind of, uh, I'm not going to say I'm shocked because I know sometimes we diverge on our opinions. Um, but I really didn't know how you'd feel about this. And I'm like, you know, Hey, I mean that's
0: that's really cool that that you like it and I like it and uh, yeah just take another sip it's like there's a, there's like a there's a hint of sweetness mm-hmm. there's a hint of spice from the rye and there's like a hint of the tobacco it's like, like a well nice yeah. cognac flavored
1: like well imagine like having like a cigar with a with a glass of cognac and you're having a puff and a sip mm-hmm. it's just really nice mm-hmm. it feels really good yeah so real quickly. Um, I will just say this. I know we pride ourselves on things that are available. Right now, this product is only available in Kentucky, Massachusetts, Ohio, New Mexico, Tennessee, Louisiana, Arkansas, and Alberta, Canada, interestingly enough. I do think that even though it's available in limited
0: markets, people should be seeking it out. What do you think? I always find it interesting on what markets they decide to go. I know. Where's Alberta, Canada come in? I mean, my ignorance. I mean, New Mexico seems very... Uh, low population (laughs) and like, it's just an interesting market to enter.
1: It does. Maybe there's just, unless it's financially,
0: there's not, there's no hits and going in some place, some of these places, but, uh, it's interesting. Um, well, it seems like you can get it, um, throughout the country. It may not be in your state, but it's might be bordering you. Yeah. So that's kind of good. Yeah.
1: And I'm sure some of these places might have, it might, uh, ship it to you too, because shipping laws are getting relaxed every other day. Mm -hmm. But I will say this: um, wherever you choose to roost in the evening, you know, wherever you like lay your head or every deciding to rest, make sure you get a bottle of this because I think it's a something that you might be impressed with.
0: And with that, thanks for listening to this week's edition. Please like and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at the Mashup KY. Also, listen to your thoughts on the bottom in the comment section. Until next time, keep it neat.